Oh man, I can't wait to talk about NHL 94. That's my favorite hockey game of all time. Yeah, mine too. Well, it used to be, I guess. What's the matter, Hosehead? Did the Flyers lose again last night? No, take off! They only lost by a goal. It's just... I don't know, man. I guess I vowed a long time ago that I'd never play hockey or NHL 94 again. Really? Why's that? <sighs> well... I've never told anybody this, Nick. But I used to play for a peewee ice hockey team known as the Hawks. And I was good. So good that I could have been a contender. I was a winner, Nick. And then... I lost it all. Alright, son. Listen to me. If you miss this shot, you're letting the team down. You're letting me down, too. Remember, Rob, it's not worth playing. If you can't win, coach. That's right. Okay, son, let's go. Let's go, son. Your whole team's dependent on you. I'm dependent. If you miss this shot, you're not only humiliating me, but you're humiliating everyone in this arena. You're humiliating anyone who's ever played hockey. Yes, coach. Oh, and if you miss this shot, son, you're off the team. Yes, coach. And you're out of the league, too. Okay, coach. Oh, and furthermore, if you miss this shot, your parents and your friends will laugh at you and disown you. That's why I haven't played hockey or NHL 94 in over 20 years, Nick. Wow, that must have been pretty hard on you, man. So you finally ready to bury the hatchet and talk some hockey? <sighs> um, I'm ready. I'm proud of you, big guy. Let's do this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 23 of the Genesis Gems podcast. I am one of the co-hosts, Nick Stevens, and with me this week is Rob Luther. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Ron Barr. How you doing? All right. <laughs> hey, I, I got one here for you. What do college students and flyers have in common? Oh, you better not be disrespectful. They both finished their year in April. You, you hoser. <laughs> you take that back. No way. Oh, no way. No way. They're going to they're gonna go to the playoffs this year. You don't know. Yeah. Well, there's more where that came from. Now, oh, there better not be. <laughs> in 94, I don't think the Flyers made it to the playoffs that year. I think that was one of our – see, the early 90s for the Flyers were not very good. But now the mid-90s when the Legion of Doom came about, you know, with uh, Michael Renberg, John LeClaire, Eric Lindros. Now that was some quality Flyers hockey right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the <laughs> Penguins are – now I know the Penguins also won in, I think, 92 and – I don't think they won in 93. I think it was Canadians, but I don't even know. But anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, man. So, Hey, how you been? Seriously. I've doing? been great, man. I missed you. Yeah, man. It's been, uh, it's been a while. We it did has that. been. It has. What was the last episode? Uh, we did Target Earth in late Jan... Well, 
about mid-January, I guess. Yeah, it was somewhere in mid-January, I believe. So, it's yeah. not not too bad. We're we're sticking with a decent little schedule here. We're trying to. We're definitely going to try to squeeze out another episode before uh, before February's out because you know we try to average about two episodes a month. Try to. Yeah, yeah. Now I'll, I'll take full responsibility. <laughs> Most of the time we have to reschedule. It's because of me. Ah. I mean, it's because of Nick. I, yeah. I tell him I'm like I'm the one who drives. You know, I'm I'm the captain of the ship, and I tell him, hey man, if yeah. you keep postponing, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to replace you. Yeah, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> so, you know how that goes. <laughs> no, well, we all know the truth. There, it's all Nick. Nick, he's the captain here, and I I, I take sole responsibility. Uh, a lot of times I just get so busy and, and and all this junk that sometimes I have to reschedule, but. I'm trying. I think 2015 is going to be a good year for podcasts. I'm going to try my best to be consistent. Yeah, Rob's the uh, Yarmir Yager to my Mario Lemieux. I'm the oh, cat. <laughs> you mean the Eric Lindros to my John LeClaire. Uh, something like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, how many flyers does it take to change a tire? Oh, you, you're trying to hurt me. Uh, it only takes one, unless it's a blowout, in which case they all show up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been, you've been writing these up? I, no, it's just... You know when when yeah. you have that much ammunition towards oh, the thing, it's you, just easy. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick the hammer on you. You know, Dave the yeah. Hammer Schultz from the '70s. He, he's gonna get Ooh. you. Yeah, I, I did see their last uh, Stanley Cup picture. It was black and white. So, oh! so <laughs> it was good. It was you good. Jo- yeah. That's it. I'm I'm hanging up. No, I got, I, no I, I'm up. I'm gonna postpone for at least three more weeks. But <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, gotta work. I can't record. It gotta work. <laughs> Flyers lost again last night. I'm gotta gotta rest up. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Yeah. If anyone did, if anyone didn't realize, Rob's a huge Flyers fan. So. Yeah, <laughs> for those of you who haven't guessed. <laughs> oh man! So. Oh, you know the funny thing is, like I've had a Flyers hat. Uh, I, I looked. Okay, there, there's a picture on my Facebook page, and it's me when I first got my guitar, and I, I did the math. I really got into hockey, of course, when I was a little kid, but I didn't really start wearing hats till I was probably around twelve. And I got that guitar when I was thirteen. I had that Flyers hat that I was wearing in that picture. Up until about two years ago. I mean, I always have a Flyers hat. That's cool. You're from the area, though, right? Well, sort of. I, I'm, I was born in Philadelphia, and then my parents moved to South Jersey when I was about six years old. And basically, there's kind of a divide in New Jersey. Basically, South Jersey and Central, that's all Philadelphia fans, uh, for the most part. And then, you know, from Central on up to the North, that's all Rangers fans. You know, Devils fans or something like that. So, when you when you first started that, I thought you were going to break into like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, <laughs> born, born in Philly, <laughs> born and raised in a playground. Where I spent. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm pretty slap happy tonight. You're going to have to deal with this. Oh, this is great. It's going to be rare, rare Nick Stevens form tonight. Oh, I like it. All right, so a Genesis gem and how we define it. So, if you haven't heard us before, this is the very first. Where have time you been? Heard- yeah, where have you been? Have yeah. you been under a rock? Have you been listening to two dudes in a nest? Oh, Come two on, hosers guys. in a nest. <laughs> yeah. That's what I call yeah. them. No, we, we love those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. In this uh, podcast, we will cover one Sega Genesis game of podcast, and we will discuss it, and we will figure out if it's a gem, if it's just good, or if it's garbage. Those are our three categories for each Genesis game. So if you would like to connect with us, you can check us out at facebook.com slash Podcast. Email us at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at Gen Gems, and we are on iTunes. And Rob, guess what? We are on that thing called Stitcher. Hey! <laughs> so if anyone wants to check out that Stitcher app, I believe it's a, a preferred app for Android users. Um, you can get it on the iPhone. I did I did download that on the iPhone, and we are on there. So that's a cool thing. We're expanding our reach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just, Absolutely. Just 
trying to keep up with the two dudes. I know they got they got a little bit of everything going, so kind of following those footsteps a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right on those coattails. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, um, this is cool. The game we're going to cover today, uh, we kind of revealed the way we're going to be picking games from now on. Uh, mm-hmm. Our last our last game was uh, Target Earth, which was kind of what we're calling our random wheel pick, where mm-hmm. we open up our app and just kind of scroll through. And then today's episode, which is NHL 94, was your yeah, pick. Yeah, so, it was. Yeah. So, so we're going to do a random pick, a host pick, and then the next one we're going to do, so stay tuned for this, listeners, on our Facebook page. We are going to let you choose the game. You. Um, what we're planning on doing is putting the question out there, what game would you like Genesis Gems to cover next? And the very first three responses will be locked in. And after that, we'll do a voting for those three responses. Oh, so is whoever... that how we're doing it? You didn't even tell yes. me that's how we were doing it. I did, too. No, you did not. You, you <laughs> leave me out of the loop. I just figured that would be a little easier. That way we don't have, like, 20 responses, you know, with 20 different games. You'll probably have people just voting one time per game. So mm. if we can, if we lock in three games and then let everyone vote for those, I think we'll get a pretty good response. So. Yeah, pretty clever, Mr. Stevens. Pretty clever. Yeah, that's how I roll, buddy. Uh-huh. So Rob, I'd, I'd talk to you a little bit about this next segment. Um, we're we're going to try to, uh, listeners, try to get a better name for this segment. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to, it's just kind of where we talk about our pickups, mm-hmm. uh, we, what we've been doing. I think I called it, what have you been doing Sega recently? And it just never, <laughs> never, never sounded right to Those me. Those off but, the tongue. Yeah, I, I came up with something like Sweet Sega Chat, which kind of sounds goofy. I didn't like that. So, or you guys want to have some uh, cool name for this segment. And this is a segment where we talk about what Sega games we've been playing, you know, our, our collecting, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just couldn't c- come up with a cool name that, re- that rang well. So. You know, so something like Sega Snacks or, you know, <laughs> just, just I don't know, something with the same letters. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Some, something that's just, you know, catchy. Yeah, you can send that to us on Facebook, Twitter, or the email. Anything like that would be great. We'll definitely take all suggestions and see what, uh, see what sounds best. But anyway. anyways, Rob, um, as far as... What have I been doing Sega recently? Uh, <laughs> I uh, recently went back and bought um, one of my favorite boxing games of all time. I, I love, love uh, boxing games. Uh, I, I love the whole, I love watching boxing. I love watching UFC, uh, MMA, stuff like that. So I, I ended up buying, and I got it complete in box, which wasn't very much money. Um, Vander Holyfield's Real Deal Boxing. Ooh. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. I actually have. I, as a matter of fact, uh, my neighbor, um, he used to have Sega Channel, and... <laughs> I, I remember thinking that was the coolest concept and everything, and I remember actually seeing that game and downloading it, I guess. I don't know if that's how it worked, but I remember playing that game on my, my buddy's uh, console. Yeah, good game. Yeah, it's very strategic on how you box. I believe the same company made another boxing game called Riddick Bowes Boxing on Super Nintendo. The ver- very same type of mechanics, and I, I love the way how it plays. It's definitely something we'll cover in the future, but I've been playing that a lot. It's one of those games I can just sit back and play and not really think about. Like, I could crank some tunes and you know, mm-hmm. watch a TV show or something while I'm playing it. So It's been nice to reminisce on that. This is one of those games I haven't played in a long time. So I bought that. It was like maybe $8 complete in box. I even got a little poster. Wow. Came with a came with a Batman Returns Game Gear poster of all <laughs> things. That's kind of cool. Wow. Other than that, I've just since we've been playing NHL 94, I, I popped in a lot of sports games. I was just kind of going through. I played NBA Action 94, which is a pretty cool basketball game. Played oh, that for a while. I and I played that one. Just kind of went through some of my sport games. And what about played. NBA Jam? Yeah, man. I was kicking it with Pippin. Oh, nice. Well played. <laughs> got me every time. <laughs> And then I tried uh, one of the Joe Montana football games. I can't remember which one, but that was a pretty good one, too. Playing NHL just kind of brought back those memories of playing all the old sports games, so I just got on this big sports game kick. It was a simpler time. 
you know. <laughs> it was. You know, th- was. those those sports games, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're nostalgic nowadays, but there was just something magical about those. Like, I think of, uh, you know, the RBI baseball games. I think of, gosh, even some of the golf games. I love them. There's, <laughs> Lane and I were just talking about uh, uh, NES golf game. I think it was like Bandai Golf or something. And we both love that game. I mean, it, was, and it's so simple. Was it Lee Trevino's Fighting Golf? I know Bandai made that game. I don't, I don't think so. I think it was like okay. Bandai Golf, Pebble Beach, or something like that. I remember the cart was purple. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it had a purple like artwork on it, but, uh, but yeah, um, you know, there's just something about those simple sports games, and I mean, this one is a perfect example of just something that everyone just goes back to all these years later. I don't know, something special about that. I can totally understand why you had that kind of kick. Absolutely. So, have you been up to anything? Um, Sega. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I really have. I've played some Toy Story again. Uh, I remember talking about that in the last episode. I've been playing more of it. It's a good, good game. I can't wait till we actually cover that because there's so much attention to detail in that game. Um, and it's one of the best graphical games I've seen for the Genesis ever. I mean, it, it, yeah, it looks great. It looks like an early PlayStation game to me or an early Se- Sega Saturn game to me. Um, and it, it's really humorous. They got voice samples in the game. The, the animations are really good. Uh, the music's really funny and quirky. I really like it. And um, let's see, what else have I played? Oh, and I've been playing some Road Rash. And as a matter of fact, this past Saturday, I got Road Rash for the Game Boy Color, which is kind of weird that they ported it to that system. And they did it all the way in, like, 2000 or 2001. So it was a very late Game Boy Color release of the, wow. the classic Sega Genesis game. But I have some gripes with it. Graphically, it looks pretty good for Game Boy Color, but the music, they didn't port the original music. There's no cats crying or dying in this Game Boy Color game. I was just holding my tongue. I was getting ready to say that. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't sound like that. You get out of here. I am. Um, I'm going to get out of here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it it doesn't have the original music, so I don't know if a different composer did this uh, particular track. And another thing is, I don't think you can kick anybody. You can just punch. But hey, for two bucks, you know, it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, Game Boy games are bite size, <laughs> anyways. So. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Well, uh, before we go to the game, Rob, uh, mm-hmm. what do the Philadelphia Flyers and the Titans oh. have in common? Oh, God. what? They both look good until they hit the ice. Oh, you jerk! <laughs> you get out of here. Man, How many more do you great. have? I got plenty, buddy. Oh. All right, so Rob, this is the time <laughs> that we go right to the game. So, uh, game on, Rob. Yeah, yeah, game on. Game on! Yeah, game on! You know, that segment is so appropriate because uh, what are they doing when they're saying game on? They're playing Playing hockey, eh? Playing hockey. That's right. Car! Car! (laughs) And they were Blackhawks fans, is that right? I think so. I think they both were. I want to say that, or maybe one had like a Kings jersey, but I believe they were both Blackhawks fans. But the the thing I always remember is uh, uh, Garth having the goalie mask with the glasses over top of him. Yeah. Game on. Yeah, game on, man. <laughs> so um, so let me, before we even discuss the game, let me ask you, man. Did you play a lot of hockey when you were a kid? I did. Uh, like street hockey? Yeah. Uh, we didn't have – I think we had like an ice hockey rink like maybe 40 miles from where I live. So I didn't actually play 
in an official league, but I remember me and a couple of buddies would actually, you know, knock the trash can over, <laughs> play with our rollerblades, you know, hit, hit the hit the ball in the in the can, not even a real puck. So mm-hmm. I, I did that a little bit, and you know, it, I, it never was real organized. We just kind of goofed around <laughs> with it. But I did love I loved hockey as a kid. I didn't mm-hmm. follow it as much as I did other sports, but I did, we 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 played these games to death, and you know, it it, it seemed like it, it was one of those sports I kind of wish I had more exposure to as a kid. I kind of wish I was able to play it, actually. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it wasn't really readily available for us to dig into. But I, we we definitely played around the street a little mm-hmm. bit. Did Mighty Ducks inspire you? Whole big time. <laughs> I, I'll never forget. Uh, this is hilarious. Before I knew how to rollerblade, I, I used to. Our, our kitchen was kind of like you know that old old school linoleum, and I used to get my socks and like scoot around the floor with a <laughs> with a with a broom, acting like I was playing hockey and. It was so funny because when I got my first pair of rollerblades, I kind of already knew how to rollerblade. I, I just had to strengthen my ankles a little bit, but that motion, all that motion I was doing, <laughs> uh, you know, in the kitchen, kind of helped. And then the very first time I put ice skates on, I had been rollerblading for about two or three years. Mm-hmm. The very first lap around the rink was a little rough, but after that, man, I was just going to town. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. I was like Luis Mendoza. I couldn't stop. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I just kind of slowed down. Hit hit the uh, wall pretty hard, but ice skating was a blast. It's something I haven't done in years, but it was definitely a. It's a I'm a, a big, a big lot of fun. I can't talk today, buddy. <laughs> You're a, lot a big lot of fun. Big lot of fun. <laughs> no, no, I, I can relate though. Um, uh, as far as the ice skating is concerned, because I I was on uh, rollerblades for gosh years before I went on ice skates, and I was I was nervous to get out on the ice. I was like, oh gosh, I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna make a fool of myself even more than usual, and. <laughs> Uh, I got out there and like kind of like you that first lap you know was a little rough just kind of getting adjusted but then after that I loved ice skate it was fun. It, a real funny story about rollerblading. Um, I was I'd say about ten or eleven years old when that was real big. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have like the aggressive skates or anything. I just had like a cheap pair from J C Penney or something. <laughs> I didn't realize you needed to rotate your tires so or the wheels on the uh, rollerblades. So mm-hmm. like my the front tire or wheel of both my rollerblades was like. It was rounded on one side. Oh, it was hilarious looking. I, I just assumed that was okay. I thought that's just what happened. I didn't, I didn't know you were supposed to rotate them. It was kind of funny. Of course, I remember getting in the you know, 13, 14-year-old and you know, getting those, uh, oh gosh, the rollerblades with like the grind thing on the side. Oh, yeah, the extreme blades. Oh, doing all that junk, yeah. I'd, you, you get these real expensive rollerblades thinking you can actually do the stuff, and I can only do like one grind. <laughs> going around town, waxing down all the curbs. Right, right. <laughs> Jump like, what, two inches up on this curb and be like, yeah, check this out. Yeah, I actually broke my wrist rollerblading one time when I was about 11. I was Did you? Jump- oh, I tried to jump on, I, I was doing this thing where I jumped on the seat of a picnic table, jumped on the table, then jumped off, and the first time I tried it, I missed. Ooh. <laughs> and so the second time I tried it, I actually did, made it. It was the day after when I had my had my cast on, so I actually went back and did it the next day. Did you? Yeah, yeah. man, you got some guts, man, I'll tell you. Yeah, I broke a lot of bones when I was a kid. I broke probably six or seven bones. It, and I'll, I'll go over my quick memory real fast of this game. Uh, I actually played this game on Super Nintendo um, when it came out during the 93. Uh, it wasn't really until my heavy emulation days of like <laughs> 1997, 98 when I first understood what emulation was. I had read that this was like the best hockey game of all time, so I, I downloaded it. And I had this uh, PC controller that looked an awful like a, awful lot like a Genesis controller, so I was all big into the Genesis at that time. <laughs> and so I, I downloaded this game, and it was I thought it was better than a Super Nintendo version. So I, it was one of those games I rented a lot. I didn't own on Super Nintendo, but I you know I ended up buying it eventually later on. But uh, yeah, memories of this game are just they're great, regardless of what system it was. We we rented all the NHL games for you know the, the ones EA Sports made anyway. Mm-hmm. 
NHL 94, I'll just go ahead and say this. I would put this in my top three games of all time. I mean, if I was stranded on an island, this would definitely be one of the three because this game, in a lot of ways, as cheesy as it sounds, has changed my life, this one game, because I remember my parents had moved uh, in, in early, I guess, 93. My mom had gotten remarried and everything, and, and we moved to this, this new place with my stepdad, uh, and our first Christmas, well, actually, even before that, we would go. We would always go over our neighbor's house on Thursday nights, uh, my stepdad and my mom, and we'd go over there, and uh, my neighbor, he had a big screen TV. Uh, my neighbor's a really cool guy. He was a guy that kind of got me onto a lot of video games. He got me into Star Wars, lots of different things. But I'll never forget the first time I ever went over there, he had a big screen TV on, and there was a hockey game on. And, of course, he was a huge Flyers fan. I didn't know anything about hockey. I, I barely knew anything about hockey. I knew what the sport was. I had heard of the Mighty Ducks, but I hadn't even seen the movie yet. You know, the first one, guys, I don't think the second one was out yet. So I go over there, and I see this hockey stuff, you know, on this big screen TV, and I'm blown away. I've never seen a sport that was on ice like this. So I was immediately just kind of like, I don't know, it was like magic. It really was. And I asked my neighbor, I said, do you have any video games like this? Because, of course, I was a huge video game gamer and stuff and he had just gotten NHL I think the first one NHL hockey um, because there was like NHL PA hockey before NHL 94 for the Sega Genesis uh, so he has that and I'm playing that in, in his game room and everything I'm playing that as my parents are socializing and stuff and I'm getting hooked on it I was like man I love this sport so you know during that time it's like right before Christmas and everything um, I'm starting to play hockey outside. I asked my parents for a hockey stick. They they act, they actually got me one. Most of the time, I ask my parents for stuff. They'd just be like, "No, you know, do <laughs> do your chores, and maybe you know, we'll ask Santa what he thinks." Um, but they gave me a hockey stick. I was outside like every day, and my my mom asked me. She's like, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I said, "I want I want the next hockey game for the Sega Genesis." Didn't even know it would be NHL '94. So Christmas rolls around. Uh, my my parents they always had like this thing like the Christmas tree being the center of the living room and then on one side there'd be a chair and then the other side there'd be another chair and one of the chair was mine and one was for my sister and I can still see the image in my head perfectly I get up I look at the chair to the right of the Christmas tree and I've got all these cool toys and I remember specifically two main things I remember a big red ra- uh, red Power Ranger like doll I, he was like he was bigger than your normal toy um, I remember him being real big, and he came with a white gun. But I also remember right below that was a brand-new copy of NHL 94. Oh, man, and I played that game every day. I loved that game. And I uh, it kind of inspired me alone to play hockey every day. On, and Of course, I didn't know anybody because I was still new to the neighborhood. And I just pretty much get my hockey net, and I would just play hockey outside on my own at the dead end of the street, like this cul-de-sac at the end of the street, every day. And then I met a friend who lived up the street, and he started playing with me. He was a big sports nut. And basically, my friend's name's Mark, basically, we grew up playing hockey for the next 10 years that we lived on this street, McKee Ave. That's all we did. Every day after school, we would just play hockey. It, I just grew up playing it. And really, it all stems from my neighbor getting me into the NHL games. So, you know, this this game alone has just been a huge huge part of my childhood and i had to pick this one i mean i was so excited for this episode to come up man that's awesome i, I love your stories about childhood video i'm games. sorry it's, sometimes i feel like i ran no out. no if, 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 <laughs> if no one sleep. else 
if if you haven't heard, uh, Rob's got an awesome story about uh, Batman on the original Nintendo, and I believe oh. you were on the episode of Two Dudes in an S talking about that. I was. Thank you, man. That, I appreciate that. 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 that was so cool. Go check that out because Rob's got such vivid memories of of his childhood and games and and uh, kind of what they meant at the time. And and I kind of relate with with games and even like music CDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring back a. It's not just the fun that they bring back memories of. It's kind of the time of your life. Right, back that, big time, that, yeah. That, that whole uh, you know, time of your life. So that's really cool, man. I, I love that. Don't ever think that's cheesy because well, if, if no one else enjoys it, I do. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, you're, you're right. I mean, you, you, put it, you put it perfectly. I mean, it does – I guess that's why I like video games so much, and that's really why I, Lane and I started the whole podcasting thing because – it is a time in your life. I mean, video games are kind of a symbol for me of, of the things that I used to do. When I, when I look at a certain video game, it takes me back to that time. I had certain friends at that time in my life that I maybe don't see anymore, you know? And I don't know. It just kind of brings back those memories and stuff. And I'm a very kind of nostalgic guy. And, and NHL 94 is just like... <laughs> it not only brings back a specific time, it pretty much brings back like 10 years worth of just hockey that I played over and over again. I mean, my life, my routine was go to school, get home, do my homework real quick, go back outside, play hockey. And that's what I did for years. I mean, my mom and my dad can attest to that. That's all I did. So I don't know. That's just a, it's just a cool thing uh, to definitely talk about this game. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting weird. but Oh, no. <laughs> it's just good stuff. It's a very sentimental yeah. game. So, so that brings up a good point and kind of a um... – just kind of a, a common rule we're gonna we're gonna do in this podcast. Uh, you know, NHL series, the EA Sports versions have quite a bit of uh, releases for you know for the Genesis. We decided we were gonna pick what we considered the best one. So in this mm-hmm. podcast, we're not gonna cover NHL '95 or '96 uh, stuff like that. But um, it's so funny because because everyone collectively will tell you if you ask what's the best hockey game of all time, even they're gonna say NHL '94. What? What makes this game that way, Rob? I mean, is is there something I know for you, a lot of what you just talked about was your memory, your nostalgia right. for it? But I don't know. Is it mechanically people think it's the best? Is it that much better than NHL '95? Uh, it's it's one of those things that I I just kind of always played this one because that's what everyone said was was the best. And I really don't have a good opinion on that, and I kind of want to get your take on that. That's a gosh, I don't know. That's a good question because like um, I I often wonder that too. Like, what made this game? the game, because it was kind of in the middle. I mean, it wasn't the first NHL Sega game. You know, NHLPA Hockey came before that. Um, and as a matter of fact, that game included fighting, too, which was really yeah. cool. Like, you could actually make your opponents bleed and everything. It was great. <laughs> um, but this this one came after that. But I guess it was, it was slightly faster than the first one. I think graphically this stands out better than NHL 95 for some reason and 96. They... It seems like the sprites in those games are a little bit more cartoony to me. I don't know if maybe that's just what I'm accustomed to. But I don't know. NHL 94 just kind of, it had a lot of new features, yet it was still simple enough. You know, it's kind of like that fine line between having all the cool stuff you can, but not getting over overly complicated. I could go out and list off all the new features and, and everything. I don't know what specifically, though, makes it the best. I mean... I don't know. I mean, the music's great. The gameplay mechanics are simple, yet yet hard to master. I just think maybe 95, 96, 97. I mean, I collected pretty much from 93, actually even earlier, you know, the NES games and everything, all the way up to, I think, like 2011 is my, my newest one. Um, don't know why. NHL 94 is the one, man. 
<laughs> it's just one of those things. I don't think anyone can directly say this is why. You know, it just is. Yeah, I, maybe it was the high point. I know for – I'm a big basketball fan, and so the EA Sports versions, NBA Live, like NBA Live 95 was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And and after that, I, I kind of agree with you. I'm, I'm thinking about how that series went. Uh, NBA Live 96 and 97 on the Super Nintendo or Genesis uh, – it, the the graphics were it's like the animations were a little bit more cartoony like you said mm-hmm. it's not that they were bad games it's just I don't know if it was just wasn't you know because I, I didn't buy a sports game every year like you know like like we do now and mm-hmm. I had that one sports game I played it so much maybe it's just because I knew it in and out and so m- maybe this game was kind of that way for everyone else it was that first NHL game that that was really awesome yeah. And everyone just kept playing it. I don't know. I, like I said, I, I never dug into 95 and 96 too deep. Um, when I did play them, you know, they were, they were good on the surface. Mm-hmm. But it's just something about this game I keep going back to. And maybe it's just the way people hype it up. Because it, it's even in movies. Um, I believe mm-hmm. there's a movie out there called Swingers, I believe. It had Vince Vaughn and uh, John Favreau. And they they even, like, have a uh, discussion in the movie about how this one doesn't have fighting in it, which I thought was kind of cool. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's also in uh, Mallrats, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, but the, the th- interesting thing is, at least with the Sega Genesis, I'm just thinking of a couple other examples. It seems like the second game of a series is oftentimes like the crowning jewel, you know, of, of that series. Like, I think of Streets of Rage. Oh. Streets of Rage 2 is probably the crown jewel of the G- Sega Genesis games. Yes. You know, the Streets of Rage games. Um, I also think of Road Rash. Road Rash 2 out of the three was the best one. I mean, most people will tell you that. And NHL, same same thing in, in my opinion. It seemed like the second one, NHL 94, happened to be the best. It was just like right in the middle. Graphics were great. Gameplay was still simple, but yet there were just enough features that, you know, you felt like you were getting something new. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those weird things that, it seems like there's a trend that you don't really understand, but you realize after the fact, and you don't really know why. You know, like, um, I think specifically of Road Rash, the Road Rash series, it seemed like there was a difference between the graphics in 2 and 3. And 3, of course, came out later, obviously, and you would think the graphics would be better, but for some reason they weren't. You know, they, they looked kind of fake compared to the <laughs> second one. You know, and I know... We're talking about Sega Genesis graphics here, but, <laughs> but but I don't know. It's just one of those weird things. I, I don't know how to explain it. I know I'm rambling, but oh, the, the, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I think most people feel that way. They may go into a little bit more depth and say, all oh, the mechanics are better, right. and blah, blah, blah. They could but, probably explain a lot better than I could. Yeah, but there's there's even a website out there, and I believe it's – I'm going to look real quick just so we don't tell the listeners wrong. I believe it's NHL94.com. Yeah, so NHL94.com – actually has leagues that you can still play against other people. So people are still playing this game. And and I, I, there's a Genesis League and an SNES League. I can believe they're doing emulation. I've never actually joined it. But it's really neat that they're still holding on to this game like that. And, oh, I, and yeah. I, th- I think there's even ROM hacks out there that will allow you to have the current rosters with the same mechanics. Yeah, I've heard about that. And you can actually play in tournaments throughout the year. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, they have the EA Sports plug-and-play with the Genesis controller. It's based on NHL 94. I mean, this game is just kind of... It, it, not many sports games will have this kind of lasting appeal. This, that's why this game in particular is so... It's just intrigued me so much over the years. Is that mm-hmm. it, it, you know, Most sports games and even retro collectors, people 
most people don't really care too much about sports games unless it's something they have a strong memory about. There's a few I have, but it seems like everyone has this game, oh, or, yeah. at least, or at least can can say I want that game, or it's a game I played a lot. So it's just neat to see that. I was real intrigued by this online league that people are still <laughs> playing this, and they just love the mechanics so much that they would actually invest time of having a league. So oh, yeah. that's that's really cool. I, I really like that the fact that people are have such an attachment to a sports game because that's not that's not normal in our retro world it's right. usually usually you know the other games well you know like nhl uh, 14 also had like the nhl 94 version of, yeah. of the game like there there's another nod to it you know 20 years later and then the the interesting thing is if you go to find this game you know at a store as popular as it is it's still ridiculously cheap like you can get a box copy of nhl 94 with the manual for maybe 5 bucks yeah you know maybe maybe not even that much uh, depending on where you go it, it's interesting the way it is. It's it's a classic, but it's not really gone up in price at all. Yeah, and since you went there, the the average price for the cart seven dollars. The average price for the price for the cart manual is nine dollars, mm-hmm. and the average price to complete seventeen. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and a cool story about the, the cart I have, Rob. We. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So when Rob and I met up in North Carolina to do what was the last one? Was it Rest, Retro uh, Mania? Retro Rumble. Retro Rumble. Yeah. So after the event, Rob and I were like, let's play some NHL 94. So I, I went and grabbed the copy they had at, at that store and stuck it in their little uh, you know, demonstration genesis. And Rob and I played three or four games there. And oh, it was, was just kinda, fun. Yeah, we had a blast. So it was just kind of neat. So I thought, you know, I don't actually own that game. I'm going to buy this cart. It was just kind of a nice memory to have. And I took it downstairs and... Uh, yeah, Rob Worth told me he's like, you helped out with this event. You can just have it. He, he just gave it, gave it to me. He's like, he's like, I can't even give those games away. So <laughs> I got that cart free, and I'll forever have the memory of uh, Rob and I actually playing that that exact cart. So it was really cool. That was a good time too. Yeah. I, I remember uh, the people that were there were kind of cheering us on and stuff. It was yeah. fun. All right, man. Well, that was fun. That was a like a uh, like a reminisce, I guess. I don't know yeah. what that was. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I guess we could dig into the meat of the game. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, gameplay. Yeah, so NHL 94, Sega Genesis. This game was developed by EA Canada eh? yeah, and, high, <laughs> and High Score Productions, published by EA Sports, of course. Uh, it was released on Genesis, Sega CD, DOS, and Super Nintendo. Uh, it was released on the Genesis in October 1993. I actually, did you ever play these games on, on DOS, Rob? I actually had NBA Live 95 on, on DOS. No, I remember. No, I, I haven't. I, I, the only other version I've seen of this game is the Super Nintendo version, so that that's new okay. on me. Okay. Well, I I know um you know my my dad and I built a computer when I was like nah, I was like 96, 97 maybe right when I was getting to be a teenager. And I remember that they had a bunch of these EA Sports games on sale from that year uh on on uh CD-ROM and I bought a few of them cuz they were like 2 or 3 dollars and uh the, the graphics look pretty good on on the DOS. I'll I'll, say, I'll give it that much on PC, but anyways. Is it better um, than the Sega, you think? I I never played this one, but I I thought NBA Live 95. Uh, okay. I thought NBA Live 95 was, but the only problem was I never could get the controller to work right, so gameplay <laughs> gameplay kind of sucked, like, but <laughs> lag. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they classify this game as a hockey sim, um, and this is neat for our podcast. I think this is the tr- very first true sports sim game we've covered. I think the first sports game we covered was NBA Jam, but this mm-hmm. is the first sim game we ever covered, so that's pretty cool. Um Yes, and I've already went over the pricing. I don't want to do mm-hmm. that again. So it, it's definitely a cheap game. It's easy to find, and you can find it many ways. Uh, whether it's this Genesis card or a, a remake of NHL ninety or NHL you know, two thousand fourteen or the pl- <laughs> the plug and play, they got all this stuff out there. So mm-hmm. it's definitely definitely something that's easy to get your hands on. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah. So uh, as far as storyline goes, uh, the storyline <laughs> is the story of NHL '94 is that the evil Philadelphia Flyers are oh. guilty of are guilty of being overrated and need humbled. What? No, the they good, aren't. The good doers of Pittsburgh, led by Super oh, Mario, have, have to put them in their place. Oh, a just... quest, a quest for the cup of Crap. Stanley has begun. Will the good guys win? Of course they will. <laughs> I don't know where I got that. It was like she just make that up I on the spot. No, that was Wikipedia. You know that. Oh, you you get out! <laughs> I I want to read that article. I think it's bogus. <laughs> That was awesome. You probably wrote that article for Wikipedia. <laughs> I I'm, I'm going to submit it later. Let's <laughs> see, see what it says. You, you heard it first on Genesis Chips. Uh-huh. Somebody, somebody actually like does legit research, and they're like, oh, there's a story mode. <laughs> yeah. I have I have this little uh, template I write my notes on, and one of the sections just says story. And I thought, there's no story in this game. I'm going to make one up. <laughs> I'm going to make one up right now. Take Rob off. I, just, I like that one statement. I wrote, the quest for the cup of Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that. You hose head. <laughs> All right, so the next little segment here uh, is our high score challenge. The Genesis Gems High Score Challenge. And for this game, we didn't actually do an official high score challenge. I good, believe Rob, I like, oh, man, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> Rob had a good idea, and so he went and posted two pictures. He asked everyone to post a picture of them having a hat trick in the game and then the next one which I thought was hilarious make someone <laughs> make somebody's head bleed yeah yeah I saw I saw that spread I was like oh I gotta use that yeah so for the hat trick we had a few uh, posts here of course I did you know Super Mario from uh, the Penguins I had a hat trick with him uh, yeah and then uh, Brent Dolan had one with uh, I'm not sure who's playing with there who's Bure B-U-R-E is that something oh uh, Pavel Bure okay oh, Bure <laughs> Bur- Bure or Bure I think it's Bure, Bure. That's bad. I, I don't know my hockey guys. I'm, I apologize. But yeah, he, he posted one on there. I think he was the only one. I like this comment because you posted it. He says, I got this. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Brent Dolan, he doesn't mess around when it comes to NHL 94. Yeah. And then, uh, no one posted a picture of your make someone's head bleed. I but know. I, I know. I was, a little, uh, I was a little bummed out. I love some of the comments. Tim Werner said, ouch, you guys are brutal. <laughs> And uh, Luke Walsgrove says, you are making me want to play this again. So, All right, there we kinda, go. We inspired them. Cool. Yeah. Well, I thought that was a neat little idea. It, hey, I, violence I, inspires everyone. I couldn't make anyone's head bleed. I'm assuming that's Jeremy Rodnick on the uh, Ronick. How do you say his name? Uh, Jeremy Ronick, one of my Ronick. favorite players. Apparently, he was like some superhuman in this game. I read up on that. Like He had this like boosted stats. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, he played for the Blackhawks back then, yes. yeah. and that was like right in his prime. I mean, he was yeah. he was a star back then. So, And, then, uh, you know, he eventually went over to the Flyers, I think, in 97, 98, I believe. That's, that's when his career began to fall. Oh, get out of here. No, he had a couple <laughs> more good years. And then they, then they had that lockout in uh, 2004. And when he came back, you know, my favorite player, he just never was the same. He he was getting older, and I think he lost a step. And I think he retired about two years after that. Like, they, the, I think Philadelphia had traded him to San Jose, and he ended up retiring, I think, with the Kings later on. So, yeah, it was a sad ending to my, one of my favorite players because he was on top for, gosh, years. I, I miss him. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is- and this is something I, I looked up. I saw some old article, articles, and I figured you could confirm. Is there anybody in this game who still plays today? I think the last one I saw was uh, Yamir Yager. Yeah, last... Yager still plays. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm okay. trying to think. I know that's none a... of the Flyers still play. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long career, you know? Oh, I know it. I know it. And and Yager, that wasn't even his rookie season. I think he I think he started in 90 or 91. Okay. Because so, I know he won one of the Cups for – 
Pittsburgh early on, like when they had their their run in the early '90s. And he had a sweet mullet for years. I remember that. <laughs> that mullet was rocking. I <laughs> it was. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's jump right into this gameplay. Okay. Uh, like we like we said, this is a hockey sim. Um, I think one of the only something I was kind of surprised about with this game or some of the game modes. Did did this actually have a full on season mode, or did you just have the playoffs? Oh, I can't remember how many games you can actually play. It might have been eighty one, but uh, I do know that if you put in a per, uh, I think it was a password, you could actually unlock your. See your season over and over again. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Because well, when you do season, like if you pick that game mode, it's almost just like playing an exhibition game. Uh, right. From where right. I'm at. So I, I wasn't sure. I, I just did the, the playoffs, the, the seven game playoffs. But um, well, you, know, I, I, you know, Nick, now that I'm saying that, I, I could be wrong on that. Maybe maybe the seasons didn't come later. Because, of course, I know with your playoff career, you could you could do a tournament, of course, and then win the cup that way. But uh, you come to think about it with the season, I'm not sure. But I mean, you know, the the playoffs. Because usually when I play these sports games, I'd rent them, and I didn't have enough time to play the season. <laughs> so I eighty one games. Yeah, I usually just went right for the playoffs, anyways. So it wasn't a big deal when I was a kid. Yeah, as far as the uh, controls of this game go, you know, when you're when you're playing offense, um, I believe A is your, I know B is your pass button, mm-hmm. C is your slap shot, and what's what's A do? Is that like a oh, like a, a like I know A you like, could flip the puck. Yeah, it's it's like a lob. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a flip pass, like you could flip it over another player that's coming towards you you can flip it like above their head yeah i'm no um, good at that reading up on this one of the things that made this game so so popular was that it really introduced a good slap not a slap but a one-timer uh, yeah and it is, is very precise I, I was able to pull that off a lot especially mm-hmm. if my you know the offense were in a good position uh if i you know i'll always like to loop around the net it's probably a stupid tactic but it's something i like to do no <laughs> it's effective <laughs> Yeah, I hope there's someone there and hit B real quick, then hit C as soon as I as soon as I hit it. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's like a combo system. Like you can hit C way before the puck even reaches the other player, and it automatically triggers that one timer. He's not even going to stop the puck; he's just going to hit it right from the pass. Yeah. So, and that to, to me, that's pretty impressive for a, a game from '93. It's it, it it translates real well, and it really holds up today because, like mm-hmm. you said, it, it, it's very seamless. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm I'm crushing the B button, and all of a sudden I hit C real <laughs> fast, and I've scored a lot of goals that way. Um, but yeah, um, you know, other controls, defense, real quick. Uh, I believe B changes your player, and then C uh-huh. is a check. Yep. I can't I can't remember what A does. <laughs> and and again, you know, the controls are top notch in this game. And what makes controls so so good? Um, it, you know, I love going down the 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 rink, kind of one on one, taking it all the way and you can kind of deke that's how I score most of my goals really like I'd kind of lean a little bit to the right and then fake a deke left bring it back right and shoot mm-hmm. a goal I mean <laughs> it was it was so precise when you did that that's kind of what made me really enjoy this game were the controls definitely one of the strong points of the game I believe mm-hmm. yeah I mean and there's so many like n- nice features in this game like just a couple off the top of my head that I, I remember one I think this was one of the first games where you could actually like check a player over the boards and and it's cool because you can actually for bragging rights you could actually do uh, instant replay and be like oh check this hit out and back in the day it was kind of funny to see you know it shows you slow motion hitting somebody over the boards into like the uh, opponent's bench or something like that <laughs> and you could just rewind it back and forth over and over again until <laughs> somebody gets mad and resets the system um, but yeah uh, that's one I think of. Another thing I really like is the ranking system, how certain teams, you know, will have hot streaks, cold streaks, it, it, where it will actually affect their play. And another thing I didn't know about until probably about a year ago, and I've been playing this game for years, is that the crowd actually plays a part in the game. The more you, the, excited you can get the crowd, like the higher the crowd noise is, 
believe it or not, will actually uh, speed up the game for you, speed up your players on home ice. Oh, I didn't, wow. I didn't know that. Like, uh, if you get it, if it hits a certain decibel in the game, and there's a way you can check. I don't remember how to do it. Your players will actually be like ten percent faster on the ice because I guess that's and that's cool because it's like you know real life. You know, when the crowd's into a game or something, the home crowd's into it. You know, chances are your team will be a little bit more fired up. But yeah, that, that's something I never knew. And then uh, I like how you can actually uh, adjust or control your own goalie. But one of my favorite things about this this game is the music. There's like there's like seventy. I think it was like over fifty, sixty independent like organ tracks that are in this game. You know, and a lot of them are specific to each team. Um, and that, that's pretty cool. I mean, that they can fit that many tracks onto one card. Now, see, I didn't notice that. I, I kind of wrote down for sound that I, I enjoyed the sound and the music, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of said, you know, the music was kind of limited, but I, I didn't pay attention to that, I guess. That's cool. I had no clue. Yeah, I, I think, like, if you get attached to one particular team, you don't really hear it as much, but say if you, like, did other teams, you can notice kind of the variance. And, of course, with every puck drop, a, a different tune will play. Sometimes you'll hear, like, the charge theme, or you'll hear the... You know, things like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's called, but... All sorts of kind of nuggets all around the the game as far as that goes. You said nugget. (laughs) 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 Wow, yeah. That's that's good because I had no clue. I I like the uh, the opening tune. That reminds me of like a Seinfeld track. (laughs) Slap bass. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, of course, you know, as soon as you cut on the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that intro track? Oh, every time I hear that, it gets me fired up. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for hockey. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's really neat. You brought that up about the uh, the different tunes. I didn't know that. Really cool. But I love, as far as just sound goes, the sound effects of this game are phenomenal. Like when you check oh, yeah. someone. When you check someone into the glass, yeah. man. Like, oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> and then the sound of a slap shot. It's just a real yeah. swift. Like, <laughs> Everything about everything about the sound effects in this, and I, I believe, and a lot of people would agree with this. I, I I did go back and play the Super Nintendo version a little bit, and I, I thought this sounded much better on the Genesis. This is a lot of people kind of go back and forth. Does the Super Nintendo sound better? Does the Genesis sound better? And I I kind of depends on what you're looking for, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't really have, I don't have a biased. I guess I, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not a oh Genesis always sounds better, but. <laughs> In this case, Genesis to me sounded better. I thought so. Mm-hmm. I ha- I do have the Super Nintendo version, and uh, it's not just because we're on a Sega Genesis podcast. Because <laughs> Nick and uh, Nick and I will attest it. We love the Super Nintendo too. Yes. I mean, yes. I love the NES, and believe it or not, I, now the two dudes on the other hand. Eh. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. But you know, it's just I agree. I think that the Sega Genesis sound, at least specifically for this game, it's louder. Uh, it's more crisp and clear. Yeah, and um, something else that makes this game great. You, for me personally, this might not be the way for everybody else, but I don't really follow a lot of hockey nowadays. Um, at this time in my life, mm-hmm. you know, the mid nineties, it's amazing how many of these players I remember and, and I get excited about because, you know, like you know, you got Wayne Gretzky, who was to me was like the Michael Jordan of hockey, <laughs> the great um, one, the great one. Yeah, Brett Hall, who I always mm-hmm. loved. Uh, for some reason, I always thought that the the Dallas Stars or you know Minnesota North Stars at, at you know back in that time were awesome because they they showed Mike Madonna and the Mighty Ducks movie. <laughs> another reason I was such a big you know if any reason I liked hockey at all was because mm-hmm. of that movie. You know, he, he was in that game. He was but, young, young in that movie too. Yeah, yeah, and of course you know like the Pittsburgh Penguins and Mario Lemieux. It, 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 
I can name more players from this this time than I can anybody right now. I hardly know anything about hockey now. So mm-hmm. f- for me, part of the reason you know that makes this game so special is the roster mm-hmm. of that time. And I kind of feel that way about a lot of games. And again, that was my childhood. You know, flipping on Sports Center and you know staring at it for two hours. You know, yep. before I got to bed, that was a, that was a big thing. You know, my dad and I did when I was growing up. So it was nice. definitely. Yeah, it definitely has a lot of just nostalgia with the video game and with that time period of of sports in general. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's I, I love the roster in the, in this game. Oh, there were so oh my goodness, there were so many good hockey players. I mean, of course there are now, obviously, but back in the '90s, I mean, I think of oh, gosh, like Ron Hextall is one of my personal favorites. He was a goalie for the Flyers for quite some time. But you got Mark Messier, Wayne Gretzky. Yami Yager, who's still playing, Mario Lemieux, like you said, uh, Adam Oates. I mean, so many amazing players that are now Hall of Famers. And, and you go back and you play these games, they're all there. And it's cool because you'll see them ranked. And, and some of them, especially like the rookies and stuff, like I'd like to see Mark uh, Mike Madonna's ranking in this game because he turned out to be a heck of a hockey player later on. But I don't know if he was ranked so high when he first started in the league. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to kind of see that. And and another thing is like the teams, the teams have a collective ranking based on their individual players, uh, and of course Philly was really low in this in this game. Um, I think they were one of the lowest teams in the league, but I think the worst one was actually Ottawa. But uh, yeah, but, and I think I think the Anaheim Ducks were were pretty low. Yeah, they they were pretty low too. Yeah, I think that was like their first or second season in the league. So. Yeah, which is just amazing that. That movie spawned a hockey team. <laughs> a hockey team, I know. Love it. I just love it. So cool. <laughs> well, you know, you know, another cool thing about this game that I really like is the commentator, Ron Barr. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to love Ron Barr. I mean, he's literally, before before the game starts and in between periods, he's actually recapping what's happened so far. He'll say, you know, who's hot, who's cold, um, you know, who scored a goal, who got, I don't know, um, penalized. Oh, and speaking of penalties, buddy, I've got a little trivia for you. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So we're going to see how your hockey rules are, eh? All right. <laughs> good, luck. So, good luck. So I'm going <laughs> to read um, just one or two, you know, penalties here, and you got to tell me what type of penalty they are. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'll try to help you out. <laughs> all right. All I got right, you good. back because I know this isn't, you know. You, you really surprised me with this one. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you believe me, you would school me with baseball or something, so i got to get you now because I know you'll get me later. <laughs> okay. What is this? One player's attempt to hold up another player with his stick. Um, like high high checking or something. I don't know. Close, close. Begins with an H. Uh, don't know. Hooking. 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 Okay. All right. So uh, next one: lifting the stick off the ice with both hands and using it to check an opponent. So you're using your your stick to check somebody. You got me, buddy. What's it called? Cross check. Cross check. Cross checking. Yeah, okay, I've, I've heard of that. Man, this is awful. All right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, great. You're zero for two now. I'm it's getting you back for all those flyers jokes. It's not how we played in the street. Uh, well, what? Yeah, you need street street rules. Brother. Oh yeah, you you fall, break your wrist. That's true. <laughs> okay, I'll give you I'll give you an easy one. This is the last one. I promise. Right. Okay. 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 Uh, deliberately hitting an opponent with a stick in order to obstruct or intimidate him. All right, I'll, I'll give you another hint with this one. Um, this word is synonymous with a lot of scary movies. <laughs> Friday 13th. 
slashing. That's it. Slashing. That's it. I got you. I was like, just tell me, just tell me icing. I know what icing is. Icing. <laughs> it's a cake. One. Yeah, exactly. It's a cake. I love cake. <laughs> That was good. That's good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get you back for that. No way. You, you, we're even now. <laughs> we're even, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll get you back. Don't no. worry. Oh. <laughs> Another thing that this game incorporated, though, which was really cool, is that you could actually edit your lines like on, on each team. Like, say, if you wanted Roddy Brindamore to play alongside Eric Lindros or something like that, you could. You could have them all on the same line. If you decided to do that, if you choose to do manual line changes and everything... You have to be careful, though, because your players will get tired. And if your best line's getting tired, then, well, then you got three crappy lines going out there, and uh, you might lose a game that way. So, But it's cool because it kind of gives you that opportunity to, you know, just play casually and have the automatic line changes. Or you can edit your own lines and manually change them um, for a little bit more strategy if you want it. So that's another nice option that I think this was the first hockey game to do. I could be wrong, but I think this was the first. Well, that's cool. Um, it kind of remind me of another question I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. Your go- goalie, you had a you had an option to make it automatic or manual. Mm-hmm. I I always went with automatic because man. Oh, I me too. To, yeah. Okay. I was I was I was wondering because every time I tried to use the manual control, I mean, I just get slaughtered. Oh, so me I, too. <laughs> I, was, I play hockey video games very aggressive, so it doesn't. I have no strategy. I just pick the closest guy and just try to bash the C button and check as hard as I can the whole game. Right. That's, that's pretty much my defensive tactic. You know, because other than this game, my only other hockey games I really played are like uh, Mutant League Hockey and then NHL Hits. If you remember oh, that that's a yeah, that's yeah. a two on two, right? I, I think it was three on three, the one I played. Oh, okay. Uh, like the the uh, original Xbox, but mm-hmm. I, I always played those over the top type games. But right. So I'll, but, <laughs> But um, another reason, and I'm going to jump right into this, uh, kind of the, the graphics and animation of this game, I think, and this kind of goes hand in hand with the controls, um, mm-hmm. this game controls and feels and looks so good. Uh, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was playing it, with with, with a controller, you think this kind of game would need more of a, like an analog stick to make all those certain movements, but mm-hmm. I mean, you can do like a like a pretty much like a circle movement with your controller in this game, and it controls so well. It does. Um and of course the animations I was, I was just kind of watching the puck you can see the little white dot in the puck which I thought was cool and um, whenever you move your character or your you know, player from left to right and the puck just kind of floats around with a stick I mean it looks really really good you can really tell what's going on because a lot, lot of hockey games just you know the puck just look like this big black blob that just kind of followed the guy mm-hmm. um, especially like your, your Nintendo games so I really felt like this you know this series took a big step up with how that handled because I mean really you think about sports you know, a hockey puck and a basketball are really like the only two really, really active pieces that would not, maybe not translate so well over to the video game world, but I think mm-hmm. they nailed nailed it with that. The animations are just fantastic in this game. Oh, I agree. I agree. And, and the, the, you can actually see it really well with the instant replays, you know, the attention to detail in this game. I mean, you know, you look back nowadays, it's like, oh, man, the, what are you talking about, you know, attention to detail? But yeah, back back in those days, this was a big, big step up. Um, I can't think of another hockey game at that time that even came close to what NHL 94 was doing. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because I remember when I was watching my neighbor play and stuff, he, you know, he'd always have his friends over on Thursday nights too. You know, it's not just my family would come over, but a lot of people. And 
I remember he had a buddy that would play with him. I think it was a work buddy or something like that. And any time my, my neighbor would hit him or cross-check him or something like that, he'd rub it in his face and do the instant replay. And he would, like, <laughs> zoom in. You, that's another cool thing. You could actually zoom in on the guy that got cross-checked and, you know, real s- press, like, the slow-mo, and it shows him, like, flipping over the boards and, like, hitting his head against, like, the bench. It's like <laughs> little things like that happen so quickly, but if you actually – pause rewind and see it again in slow-mo you see those little details and uh i was really really impressed with that yeah and you know, speaking of that like hit detection and mm-hmm. th- just the me- overall mechanics of how you score a goal everything's so precise if, if like you like you said with this instant replays like i, I watched myself score a goal and I mean, there's no doubt that that was a that was a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of other hockey games I played, I just get up to the net and just start shooting and hope the puck goes in. But right. but this but this game in particular, I mean, there's strategy involved. You have to do certain things. You can't just get up there and get lucky. I mean, I'm sure you can get lucky, but right, it's it's not a good tactic. You got to really move the puck certain ways, do the one timers, and and I think that's one of the reasons this game holds up so well is because of the mechanics like that have mm-hmm. such a good feel to them and they're precise and. Like you said, like when you look at the instant replays, it's just amazing how everyone responds, and it's just spot on. This game is, if it's not perfect, it's one step below perfect, you know. Right, right. It's it's still perfect though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, you know, I agree with you. Uh, I, there's not a really besides no blood and fighting. I can't think of one thing I don't like about this game. Yeah, and the fighting thing's hilarious because you know playing like uh, Blades of Steel for for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that game's it, it's a good hockey game. Oh, I'm not good, gonna say, good I'm game, not going to yeah. say it's a great hockey game, but what made that game great was was the fighting. And right, so good point. W- what's so awesome about NHL 94 there's no fighting, but yet it's my favorite hockey game of all time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that 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 says something just for the overall mechanics of the game. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Yep. So, I mean, you know there probably is fighting if you got, you know, a couple buddies together and you, you know, fight the game. You throw down the controllers like you would mm-hmm. throw out the gloves and pull pull the shirt over the guy's head. Right. Well, spe- speaking of you know having buddies over and stuff, one another cool thing about this game is it actually allowed for four players to play at once. You could have two on each team with that four controller adapter. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So you could have teamwork. You know, two against two. Uh, I've never ever actually done that. I've played, you know, with one or two guys, but I never played with four people, you know, a single game. So that's something we'll have to do one of these days. Yeah, and Get all then, the junkies together. Exactly. And you, Landon, <laughs> played this game a lot together, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need. I'll make sure I do that alongside of this uh, podcast post. We're going to put another link of you guys playing that. Some of the original oh, retro my gosh. stuff. I love it. I'll, I went oh. back and watch that. We're going to have to do that again. <laughs> That's so cool. I was I, laughing I love... like every five seconds. Oh, oh, I get so embarrassed great. when I see that. <laughs> it was like the, the birth of this great community, buddy. Oh, was my God. Awesome stuff. That was a fun game, though, because Landon, I think he scored like this fluky goal. or, or I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember, but I remember the game being really good. And I think I, I scored the last minute or it went into overtime or I forget what it was. But I remember being really, really surprised at something that happened in that game. I just can't remember what. I'll have to watch the video. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get it back on there. Oh no! <laughs> I, I apologize in advance, listeners. <laughs> and, and one other thing I wanted to touch about in this game, I, I kind of like the strategies. Even the AI will use against you um, when you're playing. Like if it's a close game in the third quarter, they'll pull their goalie, which I just I love that. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It it, it kind of happened to me without I, without me really noticing. I you know I, so I was where's like, that goalie going? 
well, and I, I'm like, these guys are really pressuring me hard right now. What's going on? And I get down, I get down, you know, to the other side. I'm like, oh, there's no goalie. <laughs> Sweet, you know. I mean, I, I thought that was cool. And uh, uh, one more thing, the the faceoff. I finally figured out how to how to really win the puck on the faceoff. And I, and I love the animation um, of that little box that goes in the corner of the screen where the ref with the ref, from. yep, yeah, with the crooked there's, legs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So there's this there's this little point where he lifts up the puck, and if you start hitting B at that same point, you pretty much win the faceoff every time. It took me a while because mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember when you and I were playing it. I was just bashing B the whole time. That's I what I do. I, I've got no patience. Are you, I'm just. Are like, you sure? Because you like won that face off every time. I thought you knew something I didn't know. Oh, I, I don't. I don't remember. I, I would just most of the time I just hit B. I, I didn't have any strategy, but I'll pretend okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was just getting paranoid. Because <laughs> I think I won the first game, and then you wiped the floor with me in the next three. Was, well, you know, it was a controller malfunction in the first game. Uh, well. So. Well, it's funny you say that, but I think it really did happen. Yeah. <laughs> you really did have kind of a shoddy controller there. First oh, time. man. Oh, it was fun, though. That was that was a good time. Yeah. Sweet sweet memories, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> memories. Of the bromance. <laughs> so, man, I mean, what else you got for this game? I mean, that's that's really the main points I wanted to hit on. I could probably talk oh, the same I, points over and over again. I could. I mean, honestly, Nick, I could talk about this for hours. I mean, I, I could. I don't want to bore the listeners. This game... Well, are are we going to do the retrofitted trophies? Yeah, we'll we'll do that next. I have one okay, more cool. question. One more question I wanted to ask you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so knowing that we're not going to cover, you know, un, 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 unless it's just completely demanded by our listeners, mm-hmm. any other NHL games, um, and then the EA Sports series. Now we may cover some of the other ones. Uh, is there any other year that you would like to give some some props to? Like, oh, oh ninety six was an awesome game. Blah 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 blah. Something like that. I I, I don't want to leave that. You know, I don't want to shut the book on that if, if there's some other game. I, uh, that's a good question. You know what? I like 95, too. I think 94 is my favorite for sentimental re- reasons. But I, you know what? That's a funny thing. Like a lot of, like we were talking about earlier, a lot of people say NHL 94 is the best. I don't know if it's for sentimental reasons. 95 is still an awesome game. That's not taking away anything from 95, 96, all the way up to 98. I think that was the last one for the Genesis. I like 95 a lot. Um, I, I remember getting it for the Super Nintendo first and then getting it for the Genesis. 95 is a good game. And if we ever say in 2025, <laughs> um, you know, want to cover another NHL game, I say 95 would definitely be one. Yeah. And, and I'm definitely not, I'm not saying that we would never do it, but just mm-hmm. for the general rule. Right, we, right. For the sake of time, if we ever yeah, want to well, finish this library. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that was just kind of my, my take on that. Well, but definitely, I mean, there's, there's sports games that I like multiple versions in the, of the in the series, so definitely, mm. uh, we'll definitely keep that open. But we 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 wanted to just cover the one that the crown we, jewel, yeah, the crown, the crown gem. Oh yes, <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> All right, man. So if you don't have anything else, you want to jump right over the retrofitted achievements? Let's do it. The Genesis Gems retrofitted achievements. So how many, how many do you have this time? Uh, I have, well, I had to go all out for this one. I think this one deserved it. Uh, I have, I think, ten? Ten? <laughs> good grief, man. <laughs> I, got, I got five and thought I was five? good. Oh, look yeah. at you. But mine are really good. You're going to love these, Rob. Oh, awesome. Well, you, yeah. you, you, we'll rotate. What do you say? All right, that's good. That's good. Okay. You, you lead it off, Jose. 
Alright, alright. So the first one's called Overrated. And this uh, is uh, playing a whole series against the Flyers and uh, not not letting Eric Lindros score a goal because uh, he's, so over, he's so overrated. <laughs> you hoser. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, th- mine's called, my first one's called uh, One-Timer for the Old-Timer. And this <laughs> is getting a one-timer off the oldest player on your team. And in the Philadelphia Flyers case, it was Gary Galley, who was born on April 16th, 1963. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. My second one's called The Real Flyers, oh. and, th- and this is beating the Flyers with the Ducks and somehow pulling off a flying V. Oh! <laughs> I have a bad feeling every single one of them are going to be like this. <laughs> All right. My next one's Slap Shot Through the Heart, and this is uh, scoring within the final seconds of the game to seal your opponent's fate. And you're to blame, darling. You give love a bad name. <laughs> dun, dun. All right. <laughs> My third one's called The Flyers Will Be Drinking oh. From a Sa- Saucer. And this is uh, beating the Flyers in the Stanley Cup, oh. de- denying them drinking from a cup. Get oh. to drink from a saucer. Yeah, so I, I, drink from a cup. I get it. Oh, you toes head. See what I did there? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, my next one's Get the Puck Out of Here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is shooting the puck over the glass to stop the game. That was nice. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah. are you that? Ma- Did I make you that mad?" Oh, I'm ticked. Yeah. Well, if you like the last one, you'll like this one. This one's called "The Flyers Suck at Geometry." Oh. And this is finishing a whole game, and the Flyers get no points. Get, <laughs> get that geometry, no points. Oh yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> at first, I didn't, but I do now. <laughs> uh. My wife always tells me it's not funny, Nick, if you have to explain the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, this one's called "He Came In Like a Recky Ball," <laughs> and like, and that's because Mark Recky. You know, if you score a goal, it's Mark Recky. He, he he's the Recky Ball. I'm sorry. I think I think we, you and I have both used that uh, little tune <laughs> <laughs> like four or five times. I know that's great. All right, my last one, Rob. Oh, this one says "Can't Fly Without Wings." Oh. Uh, this is beating the Flyers with the Red Wings because oh. you know they're the true Flyers, the ones that take off. <gasps> You hoser, <laughs> Rob. You know, and it's funny. I'm I'm just giving you a hard time. In all seriousness, oh, I know. Yeah, you know, I have a lot in common with the Flyers because come Stanley Cup time, they're just like me watching the Stanley Cup on the couch. <laughs> you know, I thought you were actually going to be serious for once. Ah, oh, very good, very good. Well, my next one's called uh, "My Hats Off to You," and this is scoring a hat trick. Uh, next one is Ron Barr's a hoser. <laughs> and this is uh, proving Ron Barr wrong in his prediction that the Rangers are ranked high, or I'm sorry, that the Penguins are ranked higher than the Flyers. Oh. Yeah, got, yeah. Got, got me back here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Touche. Uh, and then the next one is going to fly now. And this is making it to the playoffs as the Flyers. You know, you know, going to fly now. It's like the Rocky theme. Yeah. Um, next one is Broad Street's back. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I got to say this right. Broad Street's back. All right. Down, 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 down. Oh gosh, I'm horrible. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, this is coming from a three to one deficit in the playoffs to win the best of seven series as the Flyers. Mm. And then the last one, and this is a little nod to the two dudes. Lord Stanley would be impressed, and this is the winning, winning the Stanley Cup with no shenanigans. So there you go. Oh, nice, nice. So, uh, so those are my retrofitted achievements. Nice, yeah. Rob. One more, and I promise I'm done. Oh, okay. okay. What is the difference between a Flyers fan and a baby? I don't know. The baby will stop whining after a while. Ah! 
I've, I had to really, prep, I had to really prep for this show, buddy. Oh, I can tell you got a lot of gold on this one. I'll give you that. <laughs> you jerk. I was holding like as I was finding these, and I made a couple of them up. I was really trying to, to not, not text you because Rob, Rob and I like our uh, cheesy jokes. Oh yeah, us, and we'll we'll text each other every now and then. And it was really really hard for me not to text these to you. <laughs> I've, I've been, and then we you know when we had to push back to schedule this podcast, it was killing me even more. Oh, you probably I really have, wanted to say them then. I have to tell these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still like your magician joke. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you tell that for? I don't know. If, did you say that one on the show? If I did, who cares? Here it is. Um, okay. So magician was driving down the road, and he turned into the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't wah, your, I don't know if it's your delivery or something. It's great. Because there's just that silence. Oh gosh, it. yeah. Well. The, I remember telling somebody at work, and they didn't get it. And I was like, he's a magician. Like, he turned into the driveway. They were like, oh. It's like, uh, then they were like, hey, that's pretty funny. Yeah. It, it, it was funny. This is kind of a sad and kind of happy thing. Um, I was off work for a week when my uh, grandmother passed away last week. Mm. And, uh, Sorry to it, hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was, it was real cool hearing people at work say, Nick, we really missed all your little uh, smart aleck comments. <laughs> Because, you know, we're in a big row of cubicles. For. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. We're in a big row of cubicles, and I just randomly shout out stupid stuff all the time. I think you, I see you as kind of like the gym of your office, you know? <laughs> I've, been t- I've been told that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be more like the Dwight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh, we got to do an office podcast one day. I would be 100% all over that. That'd be easy. That'd oh, be it just... would. Just re- Basically, we would just watch the episodes and improv kind of like they do. Yeah, it'd be way too easy. Probably no one would listen to us, but it'd be fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll wait a few years till when it's retro. So. <laughs> oh, good idea. Good idea. We're on the network. All right. Yeah. All right. Is that all the achievements you had? That is it, my man. All right, dude. So let's go to the segment of this show. Yeah. Is it a gym? Is this game of Genesis gym? Is it good or is it garbage? Should that even be a question on this show? <laughs> Probably not. But There's going to be some go. like troll out there. No, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go with the flow, right? <laughs> okay. That sounds good. All right. So they ranked this game. Very great reviews, of course. Um, and it was funny because when, when I looked at the Moby rank, the only reason it even got this score is because one idiot out there <laughs> ranked, it a, <laughs> ranked it like a 70 out of 100. It's but all the, right. <laughs> the, the, the Moby rank was 94 out of 100. Which, oh, really? How fitting. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, not, yeah, it's true. I didn't think yeah, about that. 94. Oh, and uh, this game actually won Sports Game of the Year um, in, in the Game Pro Magazine in 1993. So that's pretty cool. Wow. See, so even then, that's the, actually an interesting thing. Like, there must have been something pretty magical about this game even back then. It's not just a nostalgia thing. This was an awesome game back then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is going to take me a little while, but I, I don't want to leave anybody out. We had a tremendous... Uh, Outpour. <laughs> yeah, a response on this. And, you know, this may be small to some people, but I counted maybe was it, there was about 15 responses. So wow. that's, that's probably either tied or was more than any other game we've covered so far. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it may have been bigger in the past, you know, since we had to kind of rebuild the gyms yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the new feed, a new Facebook page. But uh, I, I was very happy that people, you know, really responded well to this. So I'm, I'm just going to go over these really fast. Uh, try not to crack up too much when I do this. <laughs> I, I have that I have that tendency. But uh, the first one comes from Joe Casaletto, and he says, "Jim, 
Uh, Paul Stevenson says, I'm going to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for Superfan 99 over here. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, Patrick Fagan says, Jim. Paul Brunette says, definitely Jim. Uh, Brent Dolan says, the best. Still play it today. Thinking of going for the world record at it. Oh, man, I'd love to see that. I know, that'd be awesome. Uh, Chadwick Hall says, I liked it just because a certain Genesis host gave it to me not too long ago. But yeah, I genuinely like it. Uh, Ito, sorry, Ito, you told me your last name. I'm just going to say Ito because he's an awesome guy and he's always <laughs> telling us good stuff here. One I, of our loyal listeners. Very, exactly. very, very nice, encouraging guy. Always has. I don't a, care what Nick says about him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's over at the Sega Collector's page. Really, really appreciate his support. He says, Jim, love this game. Um, Kyle Murphy says, I'm not even a hockey fan. And I used to like that game back in the 90s. Um, Eric Purcell says, is that a sarcastic question? <laughs> One of the greatest hockey games ever bestowed upon mankind. It needs a rating above Jim. I agree. Ooh, Ooh. Man, Eric, yeah. really Jeez. pushing it there, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what, where to even go with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Luke Walsgrove says, I don't really care for sports games, but I played the heck out of this game way back when. Jim, um, I don't know if H-E-L-L is a cuss word to many people, but we're going to... Oh, wait, wait, wait. H-E double hockey sticks. Oh, Ah! oh, see what what Rob did there? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Joe Copel says, Jim, don't believe me. Ask EA themselves. They added the control scheme to NHL last year, 2014, and this year, 2015, just as good as... Just good. I bought NHL 95 for a couple of dollars a week ago. So many good memories. Nice. Uh, Mark Ross says, Jim, easy. Uh, Alfredo Figueroa says, never like sports games. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> does, is that not a gem? I guess. Wow. We got one that said they didn't like it. <laughs> yep. But, you know, he kind of put the whole sports games. The genre, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Raymond Gallant says, one of the greatest hockey games of all time. Mm-hmm. And the last one says, Tim Warner, no bugs, no glitches, no online lagging. I, that, that's a good way to put that. Like that I was talking is. about earlier with the mechanics, mm-hmm. it was just to me it was flawless. Like, I I never felt cheated in that game at no. all. So uh, so Rob, the critical reviews, <laughs> there, Jim. Our listeners, I think there was only one or two that didn't say Jim mm-hmm. out of the fifteen. Um, you know, I, I'm not even really going to talk much about this. Um, mm-hmm. It's a gym. Uh, my pros are everything we already talked about. I had one little tiny con. It was just. It, unless I'm not seeing it, was the absence of a true season mode. Yeah, and I'm not sure if there is one, to be honest yeah, with you. That's really it. And you know, with, with with retro gaming, I mean, it, it's easy just to play the Stanley Cup and keep doing that. And I had just as much fun doing that. And, and, and to be honest, and I, I will say this, I will start a season mode in most sports games, and I'll never finish it. <laughs> yep. So what's the point? Yep. It's a gym, buddy. I, I Yeah, I'm with you wholeheartedly i mean this is this is a game that changed my life um i truly meant it when i say this is easily in my top three uh, if not my number one because it really has had such a huge influence in my life um but you know nostalgia aside this is an awesome game it's a fun game to pick up Obviously, EA knows this is a classic because they keep trying to, you know, add the NHL 94 controls in their games and everything. Um, fans love it. Uh, it's just one of those perfect sports games, um, and it's a classic. It'll always be a classic, and I'm so tickled that we got to talk about this today because it's it's a truly awesome game uh, dedicated to a truly awesome sport. So there you go, Hosehead. Man, well, let's lay the gavel down. This is a gym. You know, talking about NHL 94 again brought back some life in me. An excitement I haven't felt since I was eight years old. Man, 
If I can only take that penalty shot one more time. Rob, you know what you have to do? Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, Coach Long, it's been a while. Rob Luther. Is that the same Rob Luther that cost me the championship back in 94? What are you doing back at my rink again? You don't belong here. You trying to sabotage me, son? Hey, relax, Coach. I just want to show you a new shot I've learned. New shot? Who are you kidding? Let me tell you something, son. You're a has-been. You're a never-was. No. Heck, you're a never-will-be. Good to see you too, Coach. It's knuckle puck time! No! Do you ever feel like we're covering way too many gyms? Like we're just going to eventually yeah. get to the point? <laughs> yeah, I do. Better. Like we're going to have a really, really horrible stretch of games like toward <laughs> the end. And that, that's you know that's kind of why we put our uh, little wheel of death in the. Uh, that's true. The wheel <laughs> the of fortune of death. The wheel yeah. of misfortune. But the problem is we we use it to pick target Earth and we yeah, got which, a gym out of. Turn out yeah, turn out to be a good yeah. game. We've so been really lucky lately. Out of uh, except for Chester Cheetah. Oh, I, th- that game was not that bad. <laughs> you liked you liked it. I know you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got you eating more Cheetos. It did. It did. <laughs> That's that's very true. That that is a positive because Cheetos are good. Even are though I'm trying to even though I'm trying to lose weight and trying to get healthy. Cheetos. Now, are you like a puffy or a crunchy kind of Cheeto guy? I'm the I'm the crunchy. I like those jalapeno ones. Oh, right. that's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, crunchy. Yeah. Crunchy is my thing too. Yeah, the official snack of the Genesis Gyms. We would like to thank Cheetos. No. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy Cheetos. It'd be awesome if we had paid advertisement by oh, Cheetos. Oh, right? they spot. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> this is Genesis Gym, brought to you by Chester. <laughs> <laughs> See, they'll get you now. You you burn yeah. that bridge. Yeah, I'll have you to did. do that. I'll do an apology podcast. Episode 24 with just me. Right, right. <laughs> That'd be funny. Like, your whole outlook changed. This is the greatest game ever. I don't know what I was thinking before. <laughs> As I'm driving a brand new car with Cheetos on the side. <laughs> I would never sell out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like people World. do things just to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the Wayne's World's poof. Where yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, listeners... um. We don't know what game we're playing yet because we want you to pick it. Uh, again, after after we release this episode for a little while, um, I'm, again, we're going to post a question on the Facebook page. The first three responses will be in a pool for the next game. So we're going to let you all choose this game. You'll be recommending the game, and then we'll do a little uh, vote. And we'll, we'll leave that up here for a day or two and see what gets the most votes, and we'll play that game. Absolutely. Sounds fun. Yeah. So is that good? I'm sorry I didn't really pass that by your own. I thought that would make oh, it a little I'm easier. I'm highly offended. I don't oh. like that idea at all. Yeah. Yeah, you quit, don't you? Yep, I'm out. <laughs> well, good. Here's my bad habit of not ending these things well. Uh, so with that, if you would like to connect with us, check us out at facebook.com slash Podcast. Send us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at gengems. And subscribe to us on iTunes. And subscribe to us on Stitcher if you so please. Oh, and uh, hey, you almost forgot to plug plug your new show, buddy. Oh, that's right, yeah. Plug it, man. Oh, it's, yeah. it's good. Oh, absolutely. So, um you know, the world turned on upside down, you know, kind of fell on its head when mm-hmm. myself and one of the co-hosts over at Two Dudes and an S are now uh. collaborating on our own show. <laughs> so if anyone ever thought our uh, beef was serious, you know, <laughs> really not. I think there's a few guys on their page that were kind of getting annoyed with me because I was trolling really bad. About <laughs> I think, it was a good nature troll. Yeah, I think Kelso had to uh, let them know that I was just kidding. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's, we're staying in character. Exactly. But uh, we just started a podcast all about the genre Metroidvania. Now, for those that don't know what Metroidvania is, um, think about 
the games uh, Super Metroid or uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night or any of the Castlevanias uh, that are games. on G- GBA or Nintendo DS. So basically, a Metroidvania kind of follows a suit of a. Uh, it's mainly 2D platforming, not always, but it's usually like an open sandbox world, and it's all open except you can't get to certain areas until you receive an item. Like you can't get to this area until you gain a double jump power, or you can't get to this area unless you have a certain power up that blows up the door. Uh, Kelso and I are huge fans of this genre. There are a ton of games out there that uh, pay respect to that genre. We covered Super Metroid for Episode 1. We're getting ready to do a game called Guacamelee. It was an indie game uh, that was released on PS3, Xbox, it's on Steam. It's a, uh, it's a Metroidvania where you're a luchador, which is awesome. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would love it, Rob. It's oh, really cool. That's it, awesome. it's, it's got the same type of... Um, Gameplay with uh, you know, you can't get to this area until you get the double double jump power and stuff like that. But it's got some of the best fighting mechanics. I'll, I'll get more into it in episode two, but um, it's 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 fantastic. But yeah, go check us out. We're on Facebook. We're on you know, Michael Kelso is a huge. He just has an amazing talent of getting the word out there. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's he's got a knack for it for sure. Yeah, he's put us everywhere. But really, one of the easiest places to find us is probably on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Metroidvania Mayhem is the name of the podcast, Metroidvania Mayhem. Uh, we're, we also have a Facebook group that Michael keeps up and uh, there's a lot of chat going on there so you can check us out there. But uh, we are on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, go check us out. We, we've got a got a good community. You know, a lot of that's due mm-hmm. to you guys. I know some of the you listeners at Gems are listening, a lot of their listeners and just, you know, and of course Rob, it's all because of what you landed started. A lot of the retro Oh man, we didn't do anything. <laughs> oh we brought us all together, buddy. <laughs> oh no, no. You you guys you guys joined the party because you, you thought it was cool and then you guys like made the party even cooler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, check us out. It, it's interesting because there's a lot of people out there who kind of frown upon the the name Metroidvania. I, I embrace it because what else are you gonna call this kind of games? There's really everyone knows what it is. Yeah, there's really no. A lot of people will call that game an action adventure 2D platforming RPG. I'm like, that's an awful. <laughs> there, there's actually been people who classify that. I'm like, just call it a Metroidvania and get it. Over yeah, it. just get it over with. Just accept yeah. it. Change is coming. So, Exactly. So yeah, we're 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 gonna have fun of that. It's gonna be a monthly podcast. Uh, yeah. A lot of those games take a little bit more time to beat, so we're gonna um, kind of make it a monthly thing. So well, absolutely. I mean, I I can say this. I listened to episode zero. I've not he- heard uh, the first one yet, the Super Metroid episode yet. But I, of course, you know, I'm a huge fan of what you do. Like NES podcast is awesome, and then of course the two dudes and Ness is awesome. So I mean, you just if if you're a fan of either of those shows. Or Genesis Gems, of course, you could throw us in there. Uh, I mean, it's going to be good. I really, really like the the layout. Of course, I like you. Of course, I like Kelso. So there you go. It's a good show. Yeah, it was just one of those things where Kelso and I were constantly sending each other messages back about Metroidvania games, and the original idea was to start a podcast called uh, Retro Inspired, where we would talk about games that you know, current gen games that were inspired by old retro games like Shovel Knight for instance we, oh, we talked cool. about that one too but that game's amazing it just came out last year mm-hmm. but we just kind of got more specific because me uh, Kelsey and I love Metroidvania games and I've never been able to talk about them so mm-hmm. I was like yeah we have to do that because to me that's one of my passions in gaming it's just easy to do hardly right. any prep because I love those games so much so <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be it's going to be good. I, th- I think we'll we'll stick with it just because of uh, how much we love this game. So I definitely don't ever want to not be able to talk about a Metroidvania game. So absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Like, of course, Castlevania games. I'm a huge Castlevania. Yeah, yeah. Love. That. So I'm I'm excited to hear him, man. Oh no, I can't wait! Can't wait. <laughs> I'll, I'll prank call you guys. You will. You'll have to. Uh, I'll be like uh, alter ego. I'll be I'll be Ron. <laughs> 
you'll be one of those naysayers who doesn't like the, the uh, term Metroidvania. Yeah, yeah, right. I'd be like, that's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Troll. <laughs> oh, anyways. All right, Rob. Well, thanks for letting me plug that. That was nice. I kind of forgot. I, I hey, absolutely, should, man. Probably, probably should plug my own shows, right? Yeah, of course, especially on your show. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Well, with that, you got anything else to add, buddy? I believe we're good. All right. Well, we will catch you later. Catch you later. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Don't hate right. to play. I hate the game. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And well, oh, crap, I don't know what episode it is. 23. <laughs> 23. Is it 23 for sure? No, well, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> well, hey, man. Um, oh, hey, Nick. Nick. I'm oh. sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been recording. I am so sorry. I got it. I'm recording. Oh, dang it. I was going to try to play a prank on you. I'm recording. Oh. Dang it. Even my nope. jokes backfire. Good way to go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Zero Flyers fan. Oh, you. Oh, dang it. <laughs> that just got thrown in my face. I realized the other day, Rob. What's I, end, I end almost every statement or every point I say, and so. And I just Do thought, you? Oh, it's bad. I never noticed. I thought, my goodness. I'm, I wonder if. I'm sure all the listeners have heard that, but it's, it kind of annoys me. And when I go back and listen to myself in any podcast, I'm like, so. I'm the worst. I, I, just, I am the worst because I stutter and I say, you know, every five seconds. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm <laughs> and sometimes when I try to start talking, I kind of, and then I start. It's funny. Oh, me too. Uh, it's like, we're, see, I just did it then. <laughs> you know? It's like we're thinking. Oh, good night, Cookie. <laughs> Sorry. My, my wife's getting the dog out of the room. Your dog's name's Cookie. You don't yeah, call your wife no. Cookie? No, she, okay. my wife's Cupcake. Cupcake. <laughs> cupcake are you, Cookie. Are, are you like uh, Butterscotch Cake or something? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have a nickname. I, God, usually yeah. my name's followed by cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, sweet memories, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> memories. Of the bromance. <laughs> alive and well. What's that? I said alive and well. Alive <laughs> I thought you said, oh, I've been well. I'm like, what? You like, what? Who, who asked you that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I did a, a super show before this, and that, and of course, Lan and I goofed off, and we were trying to sing uh, The 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> we kept screwing up. <laughs> it, but it turned out so bad that it's good i think yeah, yeah oh my gosh like it sounds like we're drunk but we're not i promise i'm just not that kind of guy who just randomly talks to someone on the internet, no well that so. that's like i'll never forget nerding out so much when uh jungle rat rob from the retro league podcast read my email on the, on yeah. the show i was like oh, yeah. that's me i even let my wife listen she's like oh that's great oh, honey and that was she, she that could was care really- less <laughs> That was me in factory sealed because I, I was literally like laying in my son, my oldest son's bed. Who he was only like a year and a half at the time. Oh, cool! They, they read my email and I like ran out of there and let my wife listen. Like, to oh my gosh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs>